coming up next in this episode. So we're talking about 130 years of safe use testing of this technology to heal the body. All types of, you know, cardiovascular, uh, neuro, neurological, um, uh, you know, gastrointestinal, everything under the sun. In light therapy, we're using red or near-infrared light to heal damaged and degenerate cells and to reoptimize function of healthy cells. We can promote this effect in every cell of the body by using this very particular wavelength band. Give us all about top three benefits of this therapy. Well, sauna therapy reduces your risk of dying of all things. It also stimulates production of cellular melatonin. And so I discovered this when I had some health problems. So, so how does this electrical light differ from like a regular red light? Is there any contraindication? But when did it first come out that they were gonna make incandescent light bulbs illegal? Uh, this actually dates back to the- Welcome to Flow, the show that will open your heart and optimize wellness by giving you the tools needed to go from our current healthcare model to self-care success. I'm your host, Kelly Kennedy, and I'm working together with my guests to help you reframe what is needed to be free and to truly live in flow by understanding how your fascia, your lymph, your oxygen, your water, and your energy all flow together to help supply you with all that's needed to live the best version of your life. Please keep in mind, this podcast is created for educational purposes only is not intended to be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. So please do seek professional guidance for your customized care program. And what I wanna know now is this, are you ready to flow? Fabulous, let's flow together. Here we go. Welcome to The Flow with Kelly Kennedy. I am your host from True Wellness Global and we talk about all things fascia, lymph, oxygen, water, and energy. And we have an in-person guest, which I never get to do. I'm very excited about Brian Richards from Sauna Space, who's going to talk all about light. He is a beautiful light being that I was blessed meeting at Dr. John Lorenz's at the Psychedelic mm -hmm. 2.0. Yeah. And it was one of those like, where have you been? Why have we never met in this space? How did I not know about this? How did I not know about you? And I trust divine timing. So now is the time. And so he is here this week to receive some therapy. And I was like, well, we've got to do a podcast because when he turned his sauna space light on for me, his um, bio photon generator, correct? I literally was like, don't ever turn it off. It feels like the sun. And you all know how much I love the sun and how healing it is. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's welcome. Thank you. That's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, more than that, I'm sure. But Tell us how, first of all, what is this? If you are not, if you're listening, stop listening. Please go watch because there's a fun thing that a lot of fun things you're going to see today. You're going to want to see, not just here, because he's got some tools that are going to educate you scientifically why and how this works. Yeah, this is my baby here. We're holding in literally the 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 smallest of the products we offer in our product catalog that are all based on the electric light bath. So tell uh, us about that for those that don't know. Yeah. So in the in the earlier part of the 20th century, there was this this cohort of scientists who were uh, who were exploring the use of electric light bulbs for healing. And there were there were many of them. There was Dr. John Harvey Kellogg, who was kind of the electric light bath guy, but there was Dr. 
Gadiali, an India doctor who came to America and did all this amazing work. He had the electric, he had the spectrochrome therapy device that he had, which was essentially an electric light bulb with different color filters in the visible light spectrum they put in front of it, and you shine it on a certain area of the body for a certain malady. Uh, there was there was Babbitt. There were others. This was all around the same time as Tesla, and this is before the rise of the AMA and the FDA. And this is when there were spas all across America for for cancer treatment. And you would go, you know, to a spa and and sit in the spring waters for a week and get heal various different types of healing. And so this is kind of the magical era of medicine. That's not the the modern medical doctor type of medicine. It's the natural doctor type of medicine that was really completely squashed um, with the rise of the dominance of medical care as, as being as coming from medical doctors. So all those spas went away, chiropractic went away until they they sued for it and and, and won in court in like the 70s. And the uh, all this incredible science and and clinical uh, research and demonstration of the use of the electric light bulb for healing. So this particular product is a modernization of Dr. John Harvey Kellogg's Photophore. It was a handheld uh, electric light bulb healing device. He basically invented this right after light bulbs were invented. So we're, we're talking 1887, light bulbs get invented. 1891, Dr. Kellogg sees this. He's like, oh my God, let's make a sauna out of it. There's something special about it. So he, he tested it on over 50,000 chronically ill patients in the in the first decade of the 20th century. Oh, 200,000 documented zombies. Getting 50,000 people now to be part of an experiment? I know. And, and he had all of them, right? He had all kinds of, you know, they called them invalids back in the day. Right. All types of, you know, cardiovascular, uh, neuro, neurological, you know, gastrointestinal, everything under the sun. So he, he documents all this in this book called Light Therapeutics. It was published in 1910. You can read it online. You can buy it on Amazon. It's mm. it's a beautiful treatise on the use of the electric light bulb for sauna. He did some other things too, like he made an arc light bath. He was into vibration therapy. He's more well known for some of the more controversial things that that he recommended. Like his brother, for example, developed Kellogg's cornflakes. Right. You know, they thought that. Uh, out of or, they thought that out of control male libido was a societal problem, and and boy have they like they achieved their that. they they like totally crushed that right. So that was his brother. So he's kind of notorious in 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 some sectors, but this work that he did stands as this monument of work and all clinically documented. And so we're talking about 130 years of safe use testing of this technology to heal the body in both. What we understand nowadays is light therapy and also heat therapy, sauna therapy. And so I discovered this when I had some health problems. So I had what I would call adrenal fatigue. I was lethargic. I had acne. I had uh, insomnia and other things. I It wasn't like overwhelming my life, but it was frustrating for me because this was at the end of my college career. I was like, "What's? why should I have any of these problems? And my mom actually recommended sauna. And I did my research online like everybody does because you're like, my mom's a doctor, by the way. So I'm like, your mom was I don't, a you're a doctor. I'm a skeptic. <laughs> no, okay. Here's another doctor giving me something, right? And right. so I look it up online and I found Dr. Kellogg's work and I found a modern re re rendition of this concept and I built my own. And I used so it. So he's not the average bear. 
mom, I did this research against you and I found the treaty document about when it all started. <laughs> and then I decided to create my own. <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody does. Sure. Well, it, it, we're, we're, we're all like forced into this position though nowadays where we're getting recommended pharmaceutical treatments for diseases, you know, diagnose, treat, and they're not really working well. They're really for chronic for chronic illness, the, 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 they're not working. And and not just that, they come with all these other problems, all the sidecar of side effects and all these other things. I didn't want that. I was recommended to take Accutane, you know, for, mm-hmm. for, for, for acne. There's a lot of issues with that. It's like that, that for me was really emblematic. I'm not going to do that. So I built my own and I slept. I used it and slept mm-hmm. really well. And I used it again and I slept well again. And that was the start of Sauna Space. I used it for six months and all my... Most all my problems went away, my skin and sort of energy levels. And then, you know, like a car is when it's all dirty, you throw more mud on and you can't see that. But once it's clean, you start to notice little things Mm -hmm. when little things are off. So I noticed how much more energy I had and I noticed how much more um, um, positivity I had and more patience I had with others, even my mom. (laughs) And I was like, wow, this was a fundamental shift in my health. Why can't you buy this technology, where is this sauna product? And that was 10 years ago and that started this obsession. And and here we are now, I've spent 10 years working and obsessing with a lot of blood, sweat and tears to perfect and create one thing, like the perfect sauna, the perfect light therapy device. And it really stands out because if you know about light therapy, most of it's LED based. Mm-hmm. And if you know about saunas, most of them are using different technology that is called farm infrared technology for, for the heat, or they're like the finished saunas with electric coils or wood fired saunas. So we are standing out and using this totally different technology for light and heat therapy. And for various reasons that we'll get into, it's doing a better job in both of those categories and we're doing it together. And what I find fascinating is so many people have a bad rap right now about electricity, mm-hmm. right? Like I've been talking about the uh, Invisible Rainbow. Did you read that book? Oh, yeah. Such a good book. Excellent book. Excellent book. And I've been talking about how EMFs and all the bad lighting and, you know, in our office, we turn off the dumb fluorescent lights and we instruct people to be aware of the lighting, that it has a frequency both in sound and spectrum that we are not aware, like, we can't experience in our five with our five senses, right? So interesting. But our cells are experiencing. We have light receptors in the gut. Like every cell of the body has light systems that run it. Really, you go deeper than that. It's electricity that runs everything at the quantum level. There's like cellular voltage gates that turn on and off. The blood is structured by the heart. This is something new understanding that I have. So the blood is structured by the heart because the heart and how it goes through the valves, vortexes the blood, and then it goes down the arteries in a structured state. And so it's moving basically like with free energy, it's moving electrostatically instead of by pumping. So the heart is not a mechanical pump. It's an electrostatic pump. You know, it's an electrochemical potential that's pushing the blood down the arteries. This is an example of how up and down we're beings of light, we're beings of electricity. And, and so obviously this affects us. All this modern lighting we have is all blue. Fluorescent lighting, LED lighting, it's all blue. And we'll show you here in a second. And what's so bad about blue lighting? Well, everybody talks about it. We wear blue blockers. We got the blue blockers on our screens. Why right. is it's it so a, bad? It's a good question. And 
it has to do with the frequency of blue light. Blue light is very high frequency. It's very high energy. If you look at it on the electromagnetic magnetic spectrum, it's right next to ultraviolet light. So it's not quite ionizing, but in the blue blocker world, it's called high energy visible light. So it causes free radical formation and oxidative stress. It's stressing us out all the time. And our only natural experience with blue light is from the sun. And within the spectrum, within the spectrum, right? And so the sun, let's talk about that. The sun is a full spectrum light source, just like this. They're both incandescent. I feel like I'm next to a fireplace right now, by the way. It's so cozy. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's like cozy. Mm, yeah, the firelight yeah. is, you know, we're, we're really programmed. That's another thing. Like we've had fire in our culture, in our culture, in our tradition for, you know, 20, 50, who knows, tens of thousands of years, really. And, and the firelight is always the campfire, which is down low. And it's this spectrum. It's not the sun spectrum exactly. And let's, I want to explain the difference. So, yeah. The sun is an incandescent light source. When you heat up a material hot in nature, it emits light naturally. Like mm -hmm. think of an iron rod that's glowing. Yep. Okay. So, or glass as you're burning. Yeah. Anything like that. So yeah. the hotter you get it, the higher the peak is in the spectrum. So we think the hottest light source is the sun. It's like 5,500 Kelvin. You know, it's over 6,000 degrees Fahrenheit burning up there. So it emits this this full spectrum emission of light, that's this bell curve that peaks in the visible light range and it has this long tail in the infrared and it's emitting all of those wavelengths at the same time. That's what full spectrum light is. The difference between that and this bulb is this is a, about half the temperature. It's like 2,500 Kelvin or so. So that spectrum, instead of being this bell curve like this, it gets a little lower and the peak of it shifts into infrared. So it's a lower hump. And if we talk about like the campfire, it's even lower and the candles like this. And that iron rod is like even lower down here. It's peaking at a lower and uh, longer and longer wavelength. It's peaking deeper and deeper into infrared. Okay. So back to the sun, the sun peaking in the visible light spectrum means there's a lot of, there's a substantial amount of blue light and ultraviolet light. So you're getting what are essentially killer wavelengths from the sun all the time. We do have some evolutionary adaptation to ultraviolet light. So UVB causes the production, promotes the production of vitamin D. So at the same time though, there's no question that it's killer wavelengths. Ionizing radiation, which is what ultraviolet light does, is it, it breaks up our DNA and causes mutations. And blue light kind of more slowly through free radical production does the same thing. It's damaging us all the time. But when we're getting that blue light, remember the full spectrum, we're getting all of this infrared. Within infrared, there's this magical band that's the high energy infrared uh, called near infrared. Mm -hmm. So it's right next to red light on the spectrum. So there's there's ultraviolet light, uh, Roy G. Biv backwards, so violet going into uh, green, yellow, orange, red, and then you don't see it anymore. It's called near infrared. It's in that near infrared band that most of the power of the sun is is what we absorb. So 70% of the wattage we absorb from the sun is in the near infrared band. And that's because it penetrates so deeply into the body. And it's no coincidence, right? So 70% of the power we absorb from the sun every day, if we're out there, is in the near infrared band. And the near infrared band also contains uh, two things. It contains... Uh, it overlaps the mitochondrial absorption wavelength of the cytochrome C. So 
Light therapy is called photobiomodulation, light controlling biology. Has many names down on the market. It's called red light therapy. It's called LLLT in the literature, low level light therapy or low level laser therapy. It's all describing the same thing. So in light therapy, we're using red or near infrared light to heal damaged and degenerate cells and to reoptimize function of healthy cells. And since we have mitochondria in every cell of the body, we can promote this effect in every cell of the body by using this very particular wavelength, red light and near infrared light. In fact, all cells of the body have it except red blood cells. So the mechanism is because the mitochondria, the little uh, powerhouse of the cell, has an enzyme on it called the cytochrome C. It's part of the electron transport chain. Cytochrome, cytochrome that means cell of light. Cell of light, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's fascinating. This is the most beautiful example of how we're beings of light. We literally stand out in the sun ancestrally and we're absorbing these wavelengths from the sun. Some are hitting the water and they're heating us in the body, which is how the, the near-infrared light also heats you. But this high-energy near-infrared, 600 to 1,000 nanometers exactly, so red light is 600 to 700 nanometers, mm -hmm. and the upper end of near-infrared is 700 to 1,000 nanometers. That band is the, the photobiomodulation band. When any of those photons hit the mito mitochondria, it stimulates all these light therapy effects in the body. So the sun, when we're getting some amount of blue light and ultraviolet light, killer wavelengths, we're getting this huge dose of healing wavelengths that are doing so many things. They're uh, promoting all the benefits of light therapy, which we'll go into. There's other benefits also of near-infrared light. It also stimulates production of cellular melatonin. So this is really interesting. You'll like this. So most of the, it used to be thought that most of the melatonin, the sleep hormone, like uh, it's also the body's number one antioxidant. It was thought that most of it was produced through blue light exposure to the pineal gland during the day. And then after dark, the, 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 the sun sets and the blue light signal ends and the pineal gland releases into the blood and the, and the brain clock, like the melatonin, and it starts kind of the sleep cycle. It starts getting you ready for bed. It turns out that 94% of the body's melatonin is actually made cellularly and it's made through the stimulus of near-infrared light. So what a beautiful system the the ultraviolet and blue light is coming in and causing damage and the near infrared light is coming in and healing the damage. right there healing at the same time and a small amount of damage and a lot of healing more right. way more healing than damage so that's what you get from the sun and where we started with this is blue light right so right. indoors we have leds and fluorescent light bulbs that uh, of only a blue light spectrum. Actually, let me show you that. Yeah, yeah. This is his cool tool. So indoors, we're getting no near-fred light, no healing wavelengths, no photobiomodulation at all. And we're getting a, a dramatically increased dose of the, the killer wavelengths, the blue light all day long. So it's no wonder that we're stressed out. You know, like think of that hospital light, how toxic it is. We have that type and of light. And the windows, the new windows that block a lot of that light from coming mm -hmm. in. The new windows are low E glass and it's designed to block the infrared heating wavelengths that, uh, you know, for energy efficiency, efficiency. or whatever. Yeah. But it's blocking these wavelengths that also. Energy efficiency for your house, but forget about the house that you live in. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite, yeah, it's it's really, the, the focus there was way off. Like it's so worth having, you know, a, a, a not even that significant increased electrical usage have incandescent light that's so much healthier for the body. Yeah. So you can see why with this. So I have a pretty fancy spectrometer here. 
And actually, we turn our light off. We can pick up this LED, this LED floor lamp that you have next to you. Yes. So that's what I'm picking up. And if you look at the screen, you can see there's a large spike of blue, and then there's a peak invisible light. There's no near infrared at all. There's no healing wavelengths. And then compare that to this spectrum. Let's see if we can show it. Yeah. So in here, and actually, I'll, uh, let me see. So it shifted instantly and is picking up the spectrum of light that this is giving. So here, the, the, the spectrum of the, the sauna-based light is all in the near-infrared band. And I'll show that again, actually. I'll pick up the LED light again. Yep. And then I can show it up close. You can see... There's a large spike of blue light. And there's no infrared over here in the spike of the blue there. You with yeah. us? So now, and while we have this, we should I should show you this. Now watch what happens. Keep that on and you okay. can shine it this way. And now we'll go to the live mode. So we're very bright here. And you can see that from the screen. Yep. And then I'll turn this light on and watch what happens to the spectrum. Oh, So it'll start growing. And then you can see the blue light spike uh, diminishes. Yep. It's a very small. So what's happening here is this is canceling out the blue light stress. So that's another really cool thing that, that this, these products do. And, and, you know, all of medicine and all of healing is just trying to replicate nature. Right. Yeah. And we've gotten so far away from our nature. We live in, what does my house or my husband call it? He says, we're all house. Uh, he's got some term for it. I'll think about it tonight, but like we're housebound like we we just basically we're prisoners to our own homes that we've created and we want to be housed we want to live in these beautiful houses but we've got to start to understand that that's also killing this house mm -hmm. this biofield that's full of photons and and sonons and all the sound and light that really is all we are and getting us to have affinity for the things that are in nature and bringing those things into our home because I always say self care over health care, and it, it's not like it blocks the the blue light, it right or it cancels it out because the spectrum is so big. Yeah, this is overwhelming it, and it's also filling in the gaps between the pulses because most LED and fluorescent light flickers because it's powered by alternating current. So the phase change that's happens every second with alternating current causes a fractional power loss and so the led is kind of like strobing and we know that flickering light strobing light imagine putting a strobing light in front of someone it's you know it becomes very toxic this is doing that to a lesser degree all day long around you so this light is filling in those gaps and just you said it beautifully this is taking the natural spectrum we have outdoors and bringing it indoors yeah. and that's what you're, you're absolutely right what we this this body this 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 what do you call it a meat suit a meat suit yeah yeah that's what I call this it. meat suit it's it's programmed to an environment that existed uh, really thousands of years ago but particularly in the last hundred years with the advent of electricity you know and the living indoors and having a temperature controlled environment and having this weird indoor lighting now that's totally unnatural and all the toxic light. Uh, th those are all... And the Wi-Fi signals. And then add in the EMF that's stressing us out and add in that we're not eating the type of food that we used to eat. And the, and the dirty electricity, that's the all the uh -huh. alternative currents running through everybody's, you know, in new construction every three feet. 
You gotta have it. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's different aspects of, e, of non-native man-made EMF that are damaging to us. But all that like adds up along with the increased toxic load we are exposed to to create this tidal wave, you know, of health issues that we have nowadays. But the solution is to look and see how do I recreate that ancestral environment. And here, this is a really cool way you can do it indoors just by like plugging it in. Yeah, it's amazing, and it feels amazing. And I, you know, I am selling pitch point here for honestly it's such a beautiful price point for a client to use this in their home like or at a desk in an office they're what six hundred dollars or something yeah yeah about that so i mean for six hundred dollars your family can enjoy this beautiful light and i want to go back to the culture of fire and how we've gotten away from the fire and the beautiful flicker that that creates and the harmony that that creates and how we have gotten away as a culture from fire and we have a we had a fire pit in our house. We moved from a year ago. My husband gave it to me as a wedding gift. Was a fire pit because he knows how much I love to stare at fire. And we've just talked about it recently. How much drumming and vibration, like natural vibration, is also gone from our culture. And staring at light, good light, fire light, that actually heals us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it uh, now it's it's TV, right? Right, but, which is all. But what did we do before TV? After dark, we we yeah, we created our own fire and we sat around it. You know, there's this practice in Indian culture, in Ayurvedic culture, that's called Agnihotra. Okay. So you traditionally, it's like you have the this sacred fire made of from cow dung, and oh, yeah. and you have the blessed ghee. Yes. And at sunrise or sunset, you cast that into the fire and the sunrise or sunset's wavelengths hit the igniting ghee and cast healing wavelengths onto you. And this is a very ancient recognition of the power of the sunrise and the sunset, aka the power of near-infrared light, the a near-infrared biased spectrum. And that sitting in front of it and also sitting in front of the fire is healing. And so we... Uh, all across the world, you know, you you know, you, you have you had that culture until whatever you know, hundreds of years ago, years ago or yeah, so. Coincidence? How it's all started about 130, 140 years ago. And instead of this, you have blue light. So blue light after dark keeps us up and has all kinds of hormonal and other health issues. Like men wake up the next morning if you watch TV really late, and your testosterone levels can just like plummet in one night. And over time, you know, it, it affects your sleep score and all this stuff. And it's really hard to get away from if your only source of light after dark are these modern LED things. So it's it's definitely something to consider. Our ancestors only had light down low, not overhead light. And it was the firelight spectrum after dark or nothing. So how does this electrical light differ from like a regular red light? Like LED light. I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but I really want you to dip. Why does this? Yeah, uh, so it, it's 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 incandescent. Red- so the the light emitting technology ultimately is is where we find the answer. This is incandescent light. So in incandescent light, in an incandescent light bulb, there's a filament inside that you can see in the middle. And I don't know if you can see on the camera, but it it's a piece of metal from an element called tungsten. It's a metal, and you. And it's glowing. It's heated up to thousands of degrees and it's glowing. And incandescence is the full spectrum light that you get that comes from that glow, just like the sun. 
An LED is a light emitting diode. So it's basically a computer chip that you run electricity through and it causes fluorescence of of air or gas in the like little this. in the little chamber, the little diode that's that that's encased. So you don't have incandescent light, you have fluorescent, fluorescing light. And spectrally, it looks quite different. Broad spectrum, full spectrum emission of incandescent light is again this big curve, all these wavelengths, and a very natural analog curve, the light of nature. The LED light is a spike of light. So you saw it when we showed the meter, you have that spike of blue light. And then they'll add in another fluorescent compound to cause a spike in yellow or a spike in red. So if we compare this to LED light therapy products, you have a big spike at 660 nanometer. It's a lot of light that's only like one to 10 wavelengths wide. It's really tight. It's this big, it's a very fractionated light. You know, it's almost like vitamin C powder, whereas this is the orange. Gotcha. It's, it's a very digital looking light. So it's a large concentration of light in, in, in one or two wavelengths. And even though even the near infrared LED panels that they have are just one spike at 830 nanometers, what we're doing with sauna space is we're giving you all of this light across this broad spectrum of mitochondrial absorption. And we're also recognizing too that our experience with the sun is an experience of an alliance of light and heat. There was never this thing also where we got just red light or just one little wavelength of near infrared. Whenever we experienced full spectrum light, it always was the wavelengths I've talked about thus far, 600 to 1000 nanometers that are stimulating healing in these systems in the body. And, and the deeply penetrating heating wavelengths of near infrared that started at 1000 nanometers. The water water begins to absorb light at 980 nanometers. That's the first overtone of water. So you have the light absorption spectrum of water. It starts right there in the near infrared band, and then it grows up really high, really fast. So all the light in the mid infrared and the far infrared band is all 100% absorbed by water. Which is going to structure the water. Yeah, yeah. All the wavelengths of, of the sun structure water, but only the near infrared ones will penetrate many inches into the body. So if we talk about the brain, you have these LED light therapy caps, like these like baseball cap looking things, uh, those are not penetrating the skull. So they're not stimulating any photobiomodulation in the, in the brain. You have to use near infrared wavelengths to do that. And you have mitochondria in your bones too. So when you use, when you understand that most of the sun's power that we absorb is near infrared, and then also that's not coincidentally the same wavelength band that goes really deep into the body, you see that uh, all the benefit of this, most of the benefit of the sun and the focus of light therapy really should be on near infrared. So with us, we're providing you not just all of the wavelengths, but in the power distribution that you're biologically programmed to get it. And that's why when you sit here, it's like, hmm, that feels, there's a feeling. So good. Like I said to you him, know? when he first turned it on, when we met, I was doing a sound of soul and hearing Mila and he comes in with this thing and turns it on. I was like, don't ever turn it off. It just, I love the sun so much. And it's funny because I've had to retrain my body how to deal with the sun because I used to just burn like a lobster and then peel. And it was Jack Cruz's work where he was like, no, expose yourself to near infrared 15 Early. minutes a day. And I just sat in our sauna for six months for 15 to 20 minutes a day. And I have tans for the last three years. 
it's fascinating to me yeah. that growing up Irish and my father had melanoma and I was taught to be very afraid of the sun. And I was because I turned into a lost we're, right? we're all poisoning. We're all yeah. And I, I never was a person that could wear sunscreens because I'm so sensitive and that stuff is so toxic. So I just avoided the sun except mm -hmm. like eight in the morning to 10. And then I'd have to get off the beach and then I could get on at maybe five to 7 p.m. Pretty much sucking wind when you go to the beach. You can't be on it from 10 to five. That's like the best time. Now I literally all summer long can be in the ocean with my son. Mm -hmm. for eight or nine hours and don't get that fatigue from the sun that I used to get. And literally, like I have 8,000 freckles by the end of that day. But I also have like a tone of melanin in my skin that I've never had before because you can retrain. It was like my body just was almost allergic to the sun at some level because I, who knows why, but I had to retrain my body. And I'm sure you're familiar with that work from Zach Cruz. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on the cellular level, it's very interesting. The near-infrared light has a photoprotective effect against ultraviolet light. So that's also why our ancestors gazed at the sunrise. Mm -hmm. The first couple minutes of the sunrise, you can actually stare straight yeah. at the sun. I'm not allowed to like recommend that you do that. I tell people to do it all the time. The first five minutes when the sun's right at the horizon, the last five minutes, go outside. I don't care if they're a cloud cover or not. Get out there because you can't escape frequency. And that frequency is healing. And if you want the best hormonal reset of your life, do that. It's not about HRT. I mean, if you need HRT, hormone replacement therapy, fine, but it's a band-aid until you fix the problem in the body that should be creating the proper hormones. Yeah. So we, we none of us have a sun allergy, but right. we do need to reprogram things. So thank you. That early morning light is is wonderful for that. And you can also get the same light from this product and also the saunas that we make are the same technology, but three or four bulbs, even seven bulbs. And Shit, you it's know, super hot because one bulb sitting next to you, I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like hot, which I like. I'm just saying, it's like, yeah, that's we're not hugging after this. Oh, uh, we already did because we're real sticky at this point. Yeah, well, we'd we be house three, four hours again. Well, that's that's it's funny you bring it up because there's some people who say I don't like to sweat. Oh, that you and gotta I, sweat, and I'm like, that your your three primary elimination organs are the the bowels, the, the the kidneys. Well, you know the, the urine, the stool, and, and then sweat. The lymph and the lymph huh. through the sweat. Hmm, shocking. Do you hear my sarcasm? So, if you don't use the primary three poison elimination systems, and sweat being the largest organ in your body, probably one of the primaries. Plus, it's the one that's not working all the time, right? So, it's the one that you have to activate through sauna and other things. If you don't use that, then your body gets overwhelmed with poison and then you have to rely on the immune system and get the white blood cell response and all that. Eventually you develop antibodies. It's part of your lymph system, by the way. That's where And that, that's all great. Cells. But like the workhorses are those first three and we don't use the third one. So that's just like the sun allergy for me. If you don't like to sweat, it's because you haven't had a good sweat with the right product and the right light and the right experience. Sweating is so healing. And I've always said that for me in a sauna, it's not about necessarily the heat right? It's about the therapy of the light that actually stimulates the lymphatic flow. And well, it's definitely both. Uh, it creates so... vibration in the body and it sets the body up to start to mobilize things. Well, when you heat up stuff though, too, it 
you, you liquefy everything in the body and everything moves better when it becomes you crystal when you heat up the cell the mitochondrial uh, uh enzymes get closer together yeah. so electron transport uh, your energy easier. production is easier there's like little things like that and the and the, you know there's there's so much that's why there's so much research give us all about top three benefits of this therapy well, sauna therapy reduces your risk of dying of all things. How about that? <laughs> oh my God, that is my favorite line ever. What's the top three things? <laughs> dying of all things. That's you everything. All the things. Uh, it, and then the, the second thing I'd say about sauna is it reduces your risk of dementia. So mm. you're living longer, he- longer lifespan, health span, you know, living yeah. healthy. And your brain works and there's such widespread problem, you know, with all this brain and, and other issues. And I picked those out, not just because they're so impressive, but because those are the two that stand out amongst all other therapeutics really available. And they're backed by really long-term population studies. So the, the all-cause mortality study was a 20-year study on like 2000 Finnish males that then they followed up with five years afterwards watching their dementia. And they found the same outcomes. Essentially, they found that if you sauna one day a week versus no sauna, it reduces your risk between 30 and 40%, your risk of dying of all things. And they were looking at cardiovascular disease and and heart attacks. And then they followed the same population for five more years. Oh, I should say also, the guy, they also had a control, uh, one of the test groups did sauna three days a week. Okay. Versus one day a week. Yeah, this is Finland, 2,000 males, 20 years, published in 2015, the Lau Cannon study. Okay. So the guys that use sauna three days a week had another like 30 to 40% reduction in their all-cause mortality. So the more you use sauna, the better. It seems like the sweet spot's at least three times a week. And, 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 and then they followed that same population for a number of years more and published dementia outcomes, found the same thing. One day a week, Huge reduction in risk of developing dementia. Three-day week sauna use had all that much more reduction in the risk of dementia. And and you can't really deny those results. And that's why we're seeing, and we see also, um, if we talk about a few other like more cellular or tissular level benefits. So sauna is increasing your tissue oxygenation, your, your blood circulation. It promotes BDNF production in the brain, brain-derived neurotropic factor. That's kind of like miracle grow for your brain. You see a reduction in fiber out, right, fibromyalgia right. symptoms. Yeah. Miracle kind of guy. Yeah. And so you can naturally get this like boost. So you see improved cognitive functioning, improved recall, improved memory function, improved decision making. Uh, well, the cells communicate through light, right? So if it's devoid of light because we're in this blue light and it's it's knocking down our biofield because we have all this blue light and then you don't have the connection between the neurotransmitters mm-hmm. because everything's cellular damaged. As you increase the light in the body, you're going to have better, faster communication. We haven't even talked about the fascia, but the fascia system, of course, because right, and we need to talk about the structure of water too. Fascia freaks over here. But yeah, let, let's let's finish yeah. up sauna. So so you get pain reduction, and essentially, what's going on here? What I love at the end of the Laucanon study is they're like, more research is needed to understand exactly why. What's the mechanism? And it's obvious that you're ridding, you're cleaning poisons out of the body. Disharmony in the internal environment is causing all the disease that we have. So yep. uh, it's not shocking that you 
purify the body and you fix its functioning through just through the sauna, even talking about the light, just even if we're talking about traditional saunas and you get all these amazing results and all these different disease categories. I should also say that sauna is not just purifying you. So sauna is purifying you by heating up your cell and amongst other things at the cell level, it's producing heat shock proteins. Hmm. Heat shock proteins help make cellular detox more efficient. So that's the purification, the detox. But heat shock proteins also correct protein function. They mm -hmm. fix misfolded proteins. They actually go out and they refold a protein and make it work better. So you see people who have reduced insulin resistance, for example, mm -hmm. through heat therapy. Uh, there's a very interesting study on that. Mm -hmm. The heat shock protein is going out of the cell, basically, and refolding the insulin receptor uh, protein mm -hmm. that's hanging off the cell and improving insulin sensitivity. So there's this reoptimization effect in sauna that is purely from the effect of sustained heat to the body. And when you do sauna, you want to sweat out a pound of water and raise core temperature three degrees. And you're you're doing what's been clinically observed in the studies. And you can do that with any sauna. Just when you use near infrared light, like in the sauna space. You don't have to preheat it. You you get in there and 20, 25 minutes, like you're sweating like crazy and you're done. Mm -hmm. And that's all on the sauna side. But as you keep saying, like light, there's this whole other stack therapy in here that's that's this light therapy, this photobiomodulation. And that's doing, you know, collectively it's healing and it's correcting and not re-optimized cellular function. But it does so many things that at the cellular and quantum level that are so fascinating. There's so many systems in the body that use near-infrared light. You know, the Mitochondria communicates with the nucleus with near infrared wavelengths. Hmm. I didn't know that. There's like all these little like cellular things going on that are involving near infrared light and the melatonin and, and the other things like near infrared light will hit the skull and cause mesenchymal stem cell release that then goes into the brain and also being photobiomodulation helps break up amyloid plaque. So, so that's why it's helping the dimension. I think so. I think so. And so we see that we see that breaking uh, up calcifications and bringing neuroplasticity mm -hmm. to make it simple. You don't have long term studies on that type of stuff yet with light therapy because it's a little bit newer in in the clinical space. But uh, you're seeing uh, a lot of really overlapping effects that sauna does. This light therapy does. So doing the so two of them together. More heat. Sauna's heat and traditionally. Light. Right. And light therapy is just that. It's light therapy. And light therapy is is that. And so um, traditionally you have Turkish baths, Finnish saunas, sweat lodges, and so forth. That's just heat. And then light therapy in the environment is the sun. And nowadays you have all these cool devices that humans have made, and, and they're they're all really amazing. You have electrically powered saunas and far infrared saunas. It's a typical infrared sauna you see. It's like what you have here. It's mm -hmm these uh, black panels or tubular emitters called far infrared emitters. They're producing a, a, a low energy infrared way out there in the spectrum. And then in the light therapy space, you typically all, all they're all LED, except us. And so what we're saying is, oh, we're going to come in here. We're going to do this better. We're going to do the sauna better. We're going to do the light therapy better because we're going to mimic the sun because the sun is actually doing both. If you've got your sun callus, you can actually sit in the sun and you'll swear. That's like the original, uh, you know, sauna therapy before fire, right? There was sun. There was right. always sun. Right. And what are the side of the downsides? Like, why wouldn't you do sauna? Is there any contraindication? Sauna with uh, like, I mean, therapy both. 
Not really. Like some people, I mean, practitioners are contraindicated for pregnant women. Sure. Everything um, is contraindicated for pregnant women. Literally everything. If you're pregnant, you're not supposed to do a thing. I think you're supposed to sit in a bubble. But there's not really any contraindication. There's some people that experience a, a temporary aggravation of their symptoms, a detox reaction. Uh, some people who have like, you know, like autoimmune described symptoms, they have th body temperature regulation problems, like they're too cold and they're too hot. You put them in a hot area, they get too hot and they, they, their body can't control itself well. So those people in our sauna, they use, they turn off some of the switches and they start out with a real gentle approach. I'm going to say that's probably because it's upping their vitamin D production, which is feeding their cell all deficient bacteria, which is contributing to what they're calling autoimmune. But as we know on the flow, there's no such thing as autoimmune. This is the dumbest thing. One of the dumbest things I've ever heard. If our body fought itself, we would have not evolved. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, it's such conditioning to think that our body would hurt, it, hurt itself. Fight itself. It's, it's, it's fighting off poison. It's trying to fight poison that it can't see because we've been inundated with antibiotics. Coincidentally, over the same 150 years. It's fascinating. And it's killed a lot of what na it, it it breaks up antibiotics break up the bacteria that are causing illness they say and that leaves this this debris in the body known as cell wall deficient so they don't have a cell wall so they can't be identified by the immune system and they eat vitamin d and they excrete acids mm. and you will see them in the dark field when we do that tomorrow yeah, and there's there's so many different poison vectors also nowadays that we referenced before. Uh, we should highlight that there's it's you know the 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 infectious disease of today is not like it used to be even 50 years ago. There's a lot of genetically engineered infectious disease now. We saw some of that in, in the COVID era, but we also have just in the pharmaceutical industry they use genetically engineered plasmids to culture things. They cultured the the mRNA vaccines and genetically engineered plasma. So that's a bacterial DNA that's round. And these these DNA or these back these plasmas that they use nowadays to produce a lot of drugs are genetically engineered for antibiotic resistance. And that's all out in the population. Um, and, and they're genetically engineered for other things to be more resilient. Some of them have genetic engineering to shut down the hydrogen peroxide production of the cell, which is a basic immune response, right? So we have some vicious pathogens nowadays that we didn't have to deal with before. And all of that, on top of the heavy metal exposure and the petrochemical exposures and yeah. these other effects that you're talking about where our systems are broken down, they can't deal with anything. That's what's causing all the disease. Yeah. And yet we can heal mm -hmm. because as a young gentleman who figured this out, how many people would you say you've influenced in a positive way with your life. <laughs> well, I have tens of, uh, you know, over 20,000 customers directly. It's amazing. And and all of those are just the buyers. There's all of their family members and their loved right. ones that use. You're really truly spreading light, literally, and helping people replenish the light that's in their body that is the thing that heals so that they have enough resource because we've been living in these homes mm -hmm. and in buildings basically and not outside enough not in our nature enough so that we can actually recreate that with you know modern day technology for ancient wisdom yeah it's not it's not all bad all modern tech's not bad exactly. it's brought us a lot of comfort and it's... yeah i want to live in my home by the way just for sake of yeah. i'm not a camper i'm not a glamour 
plant. What is that called? Glamping. I don't like that either. I like my cozy home. Yeah, I do too. We, <laughs> we just need to be discerning and yeah, and careful because we and we can Conscious. thrive. You know, we can it's thrive. Conscious. We can have our cake and eat it too. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Flexitarian statement, if I ever heard one. I love it. <laughs> so there's really no. Oh, the one thing I was going to mention is lymphedema. A lot of people mention that if you're a lymphedema, and I'm not a lymphedema therapist. I'm just a lymph queen. But if you have a lot of lymphedema, a lot of people are like, oh, I shouldn't have heat. And I do not find that same experience with lymphedema. I find that heat when used at the proper sequence actually can heat up the core that can shift a lot of the coldness out of their body, which is the stagnancy of the lymphatic fluid creates all this coldness in the body. Mm -hmm. So it's about driving it into the core. And so for that, you need near infrared because it's got to penetrate down into the cellular structure. Yeah, you want to go in deep. And we actually see that in, in the photobiomodulation studies is, is the use of light therapy to reduce edema. And here we're using- uh, To reduce edema, just so that they make sure they heard you that. To reduce edema, yeah. To yeah. to and the heat and the light are both helping with that. We're getting more blood flow and more lymphatic drainage. And there's also, for example, light therapy causes the production of inflammatory mediators at the cellular level. So we're reducing inflammation, letting this, you know, helping the cell do its job. So it's a win-win-win-win. There's really no downsides. How about kids, animals? Yeah, well, like, I mean, small children need to be supervised in their use scissors, but sure. uh, but yes, yeah, you know, um, with supervision, they can absolutely use it. Anyone, pretty much of any age, can use this. Uh, kids, we say like one minute per year of age is a very precautionary approach, and you can determine for yourself, you know, what's best for you. Once kids reach puberty, they can basically use it. Like an adult would use it. And that's more using it like, oh, I want to heal, help my gut for 10 minutes versus having it in the room, just shining in a quarter. Yeah. The, so I was referring to the sauna there with, but with okay. that, you know, you want to be precautionary with all that. But with this, this is used two ways. So it's used for spot therapy, one to, you know, one and a half to, to four feet away from the exposed body part. If we use it on the head or the throat, we'll do it 10 minutes per hour. We can do that 10 times a day. Use it any other part of the body. You can use it for like half an hour, and just move, and you and you can move it around. So use it here, and then use it on your feet. You can use it all day long, sort of by on and off using it for spot therapy. That's the first use. It's classical, classical use. It's called single lamp therapy, and it used to be in chiropractic schools actually. It's mm. a, it a recommended therapeutic. Uh, I don't know if it is still, but the second use is for light correction. What we showed earlier with the mm. meter. So. It's a little campfire. It's a little firelight right next to you all day long. You can use it for technology fatigue in front of the computer. Let's talk about that technology fatigue because you're very wise with your words and I love you are very packaging your words, but for some people listening, they might not know what technology fatigue is. Well, when you when you feel stressed out when you sit in front of the computer for more than half an hour or an hour and you get uh, you get stressed out, you get lethargic, you, you, some people get headaches and, and they get irritated or people get depressed. That's because of all the blue light and the flickering light is stressing you out. Like we talked about before, that's called screen fatigue. It's called technology fatigue. There's even some monitors nowadays that are reducing the amount of flicker and they're like low flicker certified or whatever. And that actually does reduce the the stress on the body, and that's good, that's better, but there's still a lot of blue light from these screens. So you can turn on software like Flux to reduce the amount of the blue emitted, 
you can put on your blue blockers like you have, or you can have this sitting next to you just like this. It's not pointed at me directly. It can just sit next to me all day long. Um, and it, it basically cancels out the blue light. Like we showed earlier, cancels out the blue light from the screen and the flickering light effect. So when you're sitting in front of it, your body doesn't perceive the stress from the screen and the, and the technology that it normally would. So you don't get fatigued like that. So that's what we call it. Technology fatigue. That's why we need one in the house for Silas. Because that kid, I love him so much. He just won't wear his blue blockers. He just, yeah, a lot. Of, he uh, loves, you know. My boys too. It's like I got, I buy. They have multiple blue blockers. Screens can I have on at once? Yeah, yeah. So, so playing with all the people at all the same time, the seventeen thousand people. It's crazy how they do that. You can't, and so you can't control those human elements. Yes, exactly. The, the, the and their clients is low, you know, they're kids. They're so, kids. and they want to keep up with, and I don't want to take my kid and make him the weird kid that like you can't get technology, you can't have mm -hmm. all that because that's not helpful. That makes that makes stress too. So mm -hmm. this is a great way. I literally want to plug it. Just in don't tell him to sneak in there and just yeah. Oh, he'll love it. He loves heat and coziness, so he's gonna love, love, love it. I can tell already, and it's gonna make mommy a lot happier. Because I see his personality change when he's on that for an hour, two hours. It starts yeah. to shift him. Yeah. So this, that's like a very clinical way of defining a technology fatigue. What it does is it it, it makes you feel good. You know, it vibes you up. Yeah, it vibes you up. When it you're wherever you your are. Vibe. And yeah. it's, a, it's a very grounding light too. I it should is. say that for those of you out there that are attuned into the energetics of things, it's a very grounding, uh, settling light. It's uh, for those of you who are like, uh, high energy and and like really you know frenetic or anxious or things like that. This really sends you out, gets you into that parasympathetic relaxation mode that you're looking for. You're looking for. You want that after dark. You're done working. You know you're done doing things, and your your body, your nervous system is still like boom, 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 boom. so. This is lovely for and for people that work at a desk all day. Mm -hmm. He's got a really cool thing that should tell him about the thing for the desk. I just, that's such yeah, a- Yeah, the back, the back of the Thazor. Made it so easy for the us that are not uh, handyman-ish. So right here, there are uh, what are called VESA arm attachments. So you can mount this to any monitor arm. And we, we kind of kit this really cool one. It has a power cord on it and a quick clamp. So you can pop your photon on and off of it. But this is compatible with any- TV or monitor arm that's out there. You know, there's tons of them out there. And when you have it clamped to your desk, it's off your desk. It's it's kind of, it's, it's a pro pro, pro yeah. setup. Yeah. And you, what I do is I, if you don't have it, you can just put it on the desk next to you. But if you do have that, you can have it like right there, and it's canceling out the the perfectly the light from the screens and the the overhead lighting for this like really optimal desk work setup for. All of us that work at the computer a lot to to make yeah. money. It's just a part of modern life. Well, and they all know I didn't really get on a computer much at all before 2020. And from 2020 to 2021, all of a sudden I was like creating podcasts and I was doing summits and I was doing all these interviews and I was on this thing constantly. And I was learning, I was taking all these classes to learn about how to work in the virtual world because I was totally beyond me. Mm -hmm. And all my fascia, it was like I was back 25 years ago. So I was like, I get up from the chair. I'm like, what's wrong? I can't walk. My hip is killing me. And I want to throw this freaking computer out the window. But it made me do a deep dive into the flash Yeah. over the last three years. 
So let's just talk about that for a minute before we end about fashion, what you know about fashion. I could talk about what this does for fashion, but I'm curious what you understand about fashion. Well, uh, I would start out with structured water. So I, I I assume your audience knows about that, but it's, it's a really important thing. So water has a bioavailable state where it works better and it's where the the positive negative components of water are aligned. Basically, water forms a structured state across the ionic surface. It also forms a structured state from all wavelengths of sunlight. But which wavelengths are going in deep? The near infrared. So when you sit in this sauna or you use this light uh, on you, it's it's making the water bioavailable for all of its functions. And water carries information. I mean, you're you're much more of an expert than I am in it, but but it, it's a communication vector. There's there's actually this, uh, I'll give you a really good example of why you need light and heat and water's involved too. There's this, there's this ion gate that it's a heat activated ion gate. And you can, and uh, you could put a water molecule on top of it and structure the water molecule. And then once the water molecule is structured, it acts as a chromophore for the fo- continued photobiomodulation to occur. And the light hits the water and it upregulates the gate. So the heat uh, gated ion channel is upregulated when it has a structured water molecule on it that's getting hit with near infrared light. So here's an example, a very complex example of how you have the cellular system that is designed to get heat and light and structured water all working to create energy to, to like do whatever it's doing to I mean, create energy i mean that's that's my you know my husband's name is ein it's the ongoing joke he's a little charged particle <laughs> he hates that joke but i love it and ion really is energy right everything in life is energy and what i talk about with flow is fascia length oxygen water and energy that when you open your fascia which is your super highway conductor of information that travels at the speed of light, by the way, faster than your nervous system. There is communication happening with your fascia through your collagen fibers. And then the the water inside our body, which is the lymph, right, is the magnifier of that frequency. Mm-hmm. So the more in alignment that the fascia and the lymph are, and the more that water is structured, then all the organs and the tissues are going to get coherent fields of information, mm-hmm. which is going to heal the body. Because we don't do anything but facilitate healing, right? I'm not a healer. I'm not a healer. We do not like those terms because every single person on the planet is a healer. We are just here to facilitate our own healing. We're all doctors of healing. We just got to turn on that parasympathetic nervous system, which is the digest, rest, recover, healing part of the body. And most of the things that have occurred since mm, about 150 years, mm, for some reason that keeps coming up are absolutely against the body going into the healing mode. They're in the, I want to drive you. I want to keep you in the sympathetic because then I can use your energy source. Mm-hmm. And this is about being free from the matrix, free from the system. Here's the red pill right here. <laughs> oh God, that's so good. That's so funny. I'm so funny. This is really the red pill. There you go. I got my new red pill. It's beautiful. the light therapy. Incandescent. Now, one last question. Mm. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it was, but when did it first come out that they were going to make incandescent light bulbs illegal? 
Uh, this actually dates back to the Bush era. Because I just remember us buying a shit ton of incandescent light bulbs because we knew then how bad that was. Then it happened again about 10 years ago, maybe. That was longer than that. They, they, well, like what they, 15 years they ago. did not law anything. They did a sneaky thing and they said, we're just going to increase the energy efficiency standards. Mm, the curly Q like the, the electrical consumption standards. And they slowly did that incrementally over the last, yeah, about 15 years now to the point at which the standard is so high that the, the allowable incandescent bulbs for, 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 for regular use, you know, just for general lighting purposes, are extremely low wattage. Where, where not yeah. too long ago, you get the really cool 50, 100, 150 watt, right. three stage bulbs, yeah, and we yeah. all grew up with that were yeah. awesome. So you could still get them, but they're they're basically trying to outlaw it in this this backdoor way of making it energy efficient. Yeah, the the difference with this is that this is a specialty bulb, mm-hmm. so that's not a part of that regulation. The regulation. It was all about, you know, they're regulating like the ceiling fans now and everything is like for these minute, like fractional, like $5 of annual savings. They have a regulation in place for ceiling fan motors, you know, things like that that are ridiculous. But all that is driven towards uh, the, the reason they, you know, uh, is, is for reduced electrical consumption. But as we know, you know, it's such it, it's been such a blow to health and to humanity to to get rid of incandescence. So specialty bulbs are exempt from that, you know, like uh, uh, refrigerator bulbs and stove bulbs and mm. infrared bulbs, blue light bulbs and things like that. I feel like the lizard right now. These feel much like the lizard lights that when I worked at a pet store that we had. They are. They're very similar to those. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I used to use that as like when clients were really um, lacking resources. Mm-hmm. I would say, just go get like a red light on your pet store and put it on your body and start healing your body. Yeah, so it's funny that they still allow those to be purchased for lizards, but not for, for humans. not for humans. But we're all beings of light. We're like little lizards. We are, but smarter ones, maybe. Yeah, some of us. So, some of us are real lizards, actually. Yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's an all another story. And then just to, what did you do that's so special with this cage that the light bulb is? That really is my last. Yeah, this is this is this is essentially the product of ten years of purpose-driven design. So, this is... that is quite the sentence. That's who he is. Yeah. Ten years of purpose-driven design. Mm-hmm. So this is one product. You know, we have our sauna panels and our saunas, and even the stool itself is this really beautiful thing that you sit on. It's all all natural. It's all handmade in Missouri, in the U.S. the The intentional design behind the light panels. It's, we want it to be natural. We want it to be beautiful. We use this basswood. It's the lowest, has the lowest wood oil content, mm-hmm. many wood. So it's the best for saunas and panels and stuff. And it's really beautiful. So it doesn't dry out. But there's a lot of hidden features here. So the whole thing is electromagnetically shielded, mm-hmm. not just the power cord, all the wiring inside. And this cage right here is actually functioning as a Faraday cage. So it's grounded. And what that does is it traps the 60 hertz voltage coming off the filament where if, if this didn't have this shielding you'd be under voltage stress from this this electric light bulb which actually you know they didn't understand back in kellogg's day so that was right i took this concept that and 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 really drove deep into how how to make this 
optimal and safe and and ideal for human use. And it's also the bulb inside. So this is the regular heat lamp that you used to be able to get, you know, at the at the hardware store is essentially the original incandescent technology that hasn't changed much in a hundred years. I basically took that concept and I I redesigned the filament to basically run hotter. Mm. And so the the bulbs that we use is a is a four was a four year development process to, to to make it emit more light therapy and more heat. So this emits two to four times the irradiance, so the milliwatts per centimeter squared of light therapy mm. of that light therapy band, as opposed to a a similar regular heat lamp of of, of equal wattage. Mm. So that that's also like behind like how can we make this the best possible. And and that's that's the whole photon here. And you see that really in the sauna has like so many different cool features too. It's portable, it's lightweight, it's all organic, it has a grounding mat in it. They sit in the there's an upgraded sauna called the Faraday that features a silver lining, literally, that you oh, sit cool. in. And that's blocking out all the EMFs for coming in. So you go in there, you're in a pre-technology space where wow, your healing is just so amazing. It's like a temple of healing. It really like is. Created, yeah. There's no. There's... That's what Dr. Shoffer and I talk about all the time. Is we want temples that people mm-hmm. just walk in and they get healed just by walking in space because it's regenerating that with light and sound and vibration. That's and it really is a, a healing temple. You go in there. There's no blue light, no flickering light. There's kind of a deadening of the sound too that occurs, and then there's a deadening of the the EMF signal. Mm-hmm. So it's very quiet to the senses inside, and there's only one stimulus, and that's this firelight spectrum so you go in there and it's, it's and it does look to be three hours right? no the sauna is 20 25 minutes there's no preheating most saunas you preheat it a long time you stay in there an hour with our regular uh, sauna it's about 25 minute session with our super sauna we call it where you add in another three bulb panel mm. so it's seven bulbs it's for the sauna enthusiast that's a reduces the session time to like 14 minutes Enthusiast, like it's not for everybody, but right. if you if you have no time, kind of optimized, you can do sauna three days a week right. for forty five minute investment. Pool. Total, that's and, like and improve all the reasons you and what 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 was the terminology you used? Like all the all the causes of death are not eliminated. Yeah, or, reduce your reduce risk of dying. Reduce the risk of all the things that you could die from. Yeah. <laughs> reduce the risk of all the things. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's a uh, very. Very well studied in the literature, it comes down to how am I going to do this at home and what technology am I going to use at home? So I've made it really portable and lightweight. You can store it away for the summer if you need to. It's Anybody can set it up. And again, it's all organic because when you heat stuff up, it, you can have off-gas heat of chemicals. So you don't want... They have some saunas that are kind of plasticky. You know, they're just like made yeah. of nylon and stuff like that or the, the bag saunas and Nothing wrong with that. If you if you're raising core temperature and you're sweating, you're getting a lot of amazing benefits. But you are optimal. optimization. Yeah. And I appreciate your diligence and your cohesiveness with what you've created. And I really, truly have a lot of gratitude for this community because I know and I knew when we met that was only the beginning of our relationship because I am always looking for something that can help you all more efficiently, more effectively to be able to have more self-care so you're not dependent upon an office or a therapy or a pill or anything else. Exactly. Because this is about, you're going to be living this life for a long time. 
if we have anything to do with it. And it's going to be great and it's going to be heaven on earth, but you can't just ignore the environment that you're living in because this is all about terrain medicine, right? This is about the terrain is your fascia, your lymph, your biofield, but it's this terrain, but it's also the terrain that you spend the majority of your time in. And the, the reason that I have this particular office within our office is because I have the bay window because Kelly wins every time when she's in charge of whose office should take this. Oh, I want the one with all the windows, please, because I know that I don't like light. Like this is a rarity for me to have lights on. And we pretty much live like bats at our house. Like it, the, the sun goes down and we're like, eh, the candle's good enough. We're good. Well, now you can use the photon. Now I can use the photon light. Yes, exactly. I would also say that in terms of using it indoors and having it with you all the time, you could also use it, think of it as an adjunct to anything else you do. So something to do with yoga, you're doing some meditation, you're reading or anything like that. If you have this next to you, it's just, it just makes it better. Yeah, exactly. So uh, a lot of therapists use this in the office for, for medit for, you know, psychotherapy and acupuncture and, uh, you know, all these types of things that you do. Well, I think it helped you with the sound of soul, you know, that I think it assisted you when you came in because I'm sure you felt the familiarity of it and it assisted mm -hmm. your facilitation of that whole experience. I love stacking. Yeah. So it's a great stack to really anything you're doing, healing wise. And yeah, you have it at home. That's, I've been all about that. You know, I did grow up with two doctors as parents. My father was also a radiologist. Yeah. So, but I got to see both sides because my mom was uh, prescribing supplements and vitamins yes. in the 80s in montana like in great falls montana yeah and she was the only one doing that for oh, a thousand miles that and i saw my my dad who specialized in mammography and, and and was a radiologist fascinating that you both ended up with light i mean uh you know at some level it's all light work yeah we really did yeah uh, it's interesting fascinating yeah very different uh treatment you know uh medical paradigm there and i saw my mom's working and i saw my my dad's kind of like you know just treading water you know what what they were doing so i was really like i didn't realize at the time how much that was influencing me but once i had my own health issues i was like oh i'm gonna do what my mom says not what my dad said <laughs> yeah yeah and now actually my mom has uh, helped my dad uh, recover from a lot of health things he had covid and some other things he was actually hospitalized mm. uh, we got he got stuck in that system inadvertently and then we couldn't get him out and they gave him um, remdesivir and it almost killed him actually and uh, he barely survived that and got back and started using the sauna lot and he's doing this thing on all fours like because he had a collapsed lung coming out of it and all this but my 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 mother's natural approach and she's an md but she has really a naturopathic approach to everything it, it revived him and he looks better now at 72 than than when he was 50. that's fascinating fabulous really because we do regenerate when you're given the right tools it's amazing what the body can really do so yeah. I do have one more question for you. Oh. So if you had a microphone and you could talk to the whole world, because eventually I want flow to be out there for the whole world to hear, because it's all about finding the great scientists and naturally oriented therapists that are medically enlightened mm -hmm. doctors and specialists and bringing their wisdom 
to the person who might not have met you or might not have ever had access to you because they're not traveling the world like I do. What would you want them to know? What is your secret that you have found thus far in your beautiful less than 40 years of life that has been super expansive, to be honest with you? It's very impressive what you've done, what you have done before for you. I mean, beyond everything we've talked about? Yeah. That, what that, could be that? I don't that know. That we're unlimited. That we're limited and it's all love inside. And it starts with loving loving the self, you know, the self-love. And then realizing, wow, uh, we all have unlimited power to heal ourselves. There's some research we need to do, some support maybe we need to lean on. But ultimately, that's bringing us back to remembering, like you told me before we started recording, remembering that we have everything we need with them. took me... I mean, I guess I was faster than some people, but it yeah. took me a few decades to figure that out. And me too. But I think one of the things that we have synergy about amongst many other things is that we're here to optimize this game because we just want to live as ideally and optimize and feel as possibly good as we can with all the wisdom that we have to allow the flow state to be our main living. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's. And that's something that I would also say, like I spend time on my self-care every day and and every week. And then I have- You know, just brush your teeth and take a shower and call it a day. And that's self-care or a bath. Don't forget a bath. That's, I mean, I love baths, but I'm like, so it's so funny to me that I've recently just had that awareness. Like, well, well uh, it's really it's- people's self-care. Brush your teeth, take a shower, go to the doctor once a year, go to the eye doctor once a year, go to the mm-hmm. dentist once a year. And, and I was women can take baths. Uh, <laughs> That's bath. what I'm told. Baths. Yeah, I, I was in a period where I didn't. I realized in my whole adult life I hadn't taken a bath. Oh, wow. like I was so like helping others and saving everybody else and fixing everything around you. And then I came back into an awareness of needing to take care of myself. And once I did that, I got stronger. Now I'm more able to take care of everybody else. And yeah, I spent a lot of time on self care because. I love being not just healthy, but optimal, really high functioning, really in the flow state, because that's when you're really, truly productive. It's not it's not from drinking coffee, you know, and like getting jacked up. It's maintaining this calm, centered state of being yourself, not being anyone else, where the real magic happens. Well, we all have a beautiful gift of light inside of us. And you have done an amazing job of sharing that light, truly in every way with the world. Mm, thank you. And thank you for what you created. And thank you all for sticking with us through this whole podcast, because I know that this informed you in a way that maybe you haven't been informed about light before. So mm-hmm. tur- go turn your light on and increase your vibe. That's what I want to say. Thank you all so much for listening. If this resonated with you, please do share this with your friends, share this with your family, and share your light with everyone because we've all been waiting for it. Mostly you have. We love you. Love you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Flow. If you took something from today's show, please make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. I want you to step away empowered, enlightened, and having an increase in value and your vibration knowing that your body has the innate ability to heal so that you can attain true wellness. Thank you. And we'll see you on the next episode of Flow.